Hello everyone. Today is the 15th of April and I am joined by Jaime Aguello, Chief Investment Officer of Arquitas, to share his thoughts on the first quarter and to give an outlook for the months ahead. The beginning of 2020 has been marked by the COVID-19 pandemic. You've seen equity markets sell off and then rebound, as well as these weighty responses from governments and central banks in terms of support packages. Now, these stories have been pretty widely reported. I wonder, could we look at some of the other stories over the quarter? Perhaps we could start with developments in the oil markets. Sure. So the oil price war was a trigger to significantly accelerate the market downturn in March. We had since then an agreement to cut production. However, the demand side remains very weak. So the impact has not been as expected. Just now, another word in terms of uh, support packages. It is worth noting that this continue to be supplemented by additional measures almost on a weekly basis. And clearly, the speed of these announcements has clearly reassured investors, hence the rebound in the last couple of months. Yes, indeed. And that's been the equity markets and indeed the corporate credit markets. We've increasingly heard references to fallen angels in this sector. I wonder if you could explain that, please. So that term refers to credit companies or bonds that are downgraded from investment grade, investment grade being uh, companies with a rating of triple B minus and above. If they are downgraded to high yield, which is double B plus or below, clearly is a different sector in the uh, corporate credit space. And generally, this creates uh, a lot of volatility in the markets because in many cases, investment grade companies will be big companies with a lot of bonds. And if they go into the higher market, they create a bit of uh, turbulence. And potentially riskier investments there. If we look forward, what do you feel are the biggest risks for markets now in 2020? I would say the obvious risk is that lockdowns are maintained for much longer, are eventually reinstated after being relaxed. So from one angle, I think governments can support a short recession that cannot possibly maintain such level of support for many months. So clearly the proper balance has to be managed to avoid a deep depression globally. So the US economy, if we look at the biggest economy in the world, it's clearly suffered a setback, although the extent of this is still unclear. Could this have an impact, do you think, on the US elections which are due for November? This is a very difficult issue as we don't know and which stage of the potential recovery we will be in Q4. And this will obviously impact the opinion polls and of course Trump's ratings. I think it's fair to say that the handling of the sanitary crisis from the US administration has been quite poor. However, the stimulus measures have been significant. I think now the key will reside uh, now on the implementation of these plans as the current framework for these uh, state aid programs is not in any way designed for the volumes of applicants from both businesses and individuals. This could clearly impact Trump's rating, which seems to be currently 50-50, but of course this can materially change over the next six months. Thank you for that. Volatile markets always throw up opportunities. What would you say are the main opportunities for investors for the rest of this year? I would say in normal market environments, investors can make reasonable forecasts based on non-variables. In this case, however, there are a number of variables, in particular the medical variables, that are extremely difficult or even impossible to forecast. It is also interesting to note that in the current environment, the range of economic and financial forecasts is wider than ever. And these forecasts are even revised almost on a weekly basis. So there might be some opportunities, but in this context, 
they need to be re-evaluated on a continuous basis. And we continue looking at our tactical asset allocation. Could you throw some light on our latest news, please? Sure. So around mid-March, portfolios drifted to lower equity allocations. We decided to add two equities to adjust for this effect. Most recently, we have decided to add to some bond sectors, namely investment grade and high yield bonds. And this is clearly on the back of very strong support from central banks. This support reduces the risk of further sell-offs and credit spreads, although lower than the widest reach in March, are still attractive on a medium-term perspective. Within equities, and although we maintain a defensive stance, we are tactically shifting some of our exposures from U.S. equities to Asian equities, as not only U.S. has seen the strongest rebound from the loans, around 25%, while Asia has seen a much more modest recovery, around 16%. And also, uh, in Asia, there are a number of countries that seem to be in a more advanced stage of the contamination control. This is what I would call a short-term relative value position, and as mentioned before, we will monitor it very closely to adapt as market conditions evolve. Thank you very much, Jaime. Thank you.